Passionately ugly history is geared toward those with mature vocabularies. Mature is not a word used to describe me ever. Although we are teaching you something, we're not conducting ourselves in a professional manner. This means we curse a fucking lot. So if you don't like cursing, female rage, millennial flipouts, or sarcastic political and social commentary, kindly fuck off, go suck a dick, kiss my ass, what else? Motherfucker, I hate you, god damn it. Okay, thanks, bye. Hello, welcome to Passionately Ugly History, where I, Heather, rant about the parts of history that are frankly fucked up to my captive audience. My captive audience member today is Alana. Hi, it's me. I'm back. Your favorite. We barely had time to miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone miss me, though? I mean, I did. (laughs) I I don't know. Go on the Facebook and tell everybody that, I mean, tell her that you missed her, please. I, I think she needs validation or something right now. Or not. Or not. Do it. <laughs> All the attention on Alana. Anywho, so um, welcome to episode two of our Head Bitch in Charge series. Uh, I hope you liked the last episode on Marie Curie. It was a long one. Uh, two hours. Holy shit. Lots of talking. Lots of content, definitely. Yes, But yes. she's awesome, so. Yes, yes. Definitely a badass bitch. Um, I wonder if this one will be as long. We can try. <laughs> oh man, it it's gonna be Oh yeah, cursing and a lot of innuendo and really worse. not innuendo. <laughs> it a blatant sexual jokes. This is gonna be great, guys. Yep. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. We're all gonna love it. Um Anywho. The next head bitch in charge we're gonna be talking about is Mary Shelley. Now full disclosure, everybody, I kept telling uh Alana that we were going to do an episode on Mary Kelly while I wasn't paying attention to what I was saying. Um, Mary Kelly was one of the victims of Jack the Ripper. We're not talking about her. Very different. Very different. It's when my when my true crime mind meshes with my history mind. It's sometimes really bad. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a big. Uh <laughs> They're two very, very different genres. Well, not really. I mean, yeah, one, one survived. And um, so. Mary Shelley is best known for writing the modern Prometheus, which is also known as Frankenstein. She's uh, she's also very, very interesting. So do you know anything about her? I mean, I wikipedia <laughs> right before here. So a little bit, little True bit. Scholar. You True know. Scholar. Um, so our sources for this episode is the Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, an article in The Guardian by uh, Fiona Sampson. The Stanford, the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. It's a very dense read. I don't recommend unless you're into philosophy because, whew, whew. <laughs> it was rough. It was a very rough, rough part of my research. I can imagine. Uh, I also listened to an episode of the History Chicks podcast. They have an episode on both Mary Kelly's. M- sorry, did it again. Mary Shelley's <laughs> mother. Oh no. As well as Mary Shelley. Oh no. It's going to be rough. This is going to be rough, guys. I hope you guys are ready because we're going to have a time. It might be good. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a time, though. It will be a time. You won't forget it. All right. Back to my sources. Sorry. Uh, we I also use the uh, the British Library website, uh, The Express, which I think is a British news, news article thing. I don't know. It was I one have of the last no idea. sources. I don't read. You know this. 
you do. <laughs> um, and of course, like a scholar, I too traipse through Wikipedia. Of course, it's the it's the way to get quick information, so you know what's a hundred percent accurate all the time. One hundred percent. Do you remember when they wiki- <laughs> the, like somebody went on the Wikipedia and said that Will Smith died, and everybody panicked for like a solid thirty minutes? Yeah, I'm sure there's been a ton of was that happening. I specifically remember the Will Smith one because everybody lost their shit. I kind of like a part of me, really all of me, wants to be an agent of chaos and just go in and just put one false thing <laughs> like in every <laughs> freaking major article. Just so I actually have a, a coworker of mine. Apparently, when she was in college, was part of a like club. That they s- they specifically and you're getting a smile, but you're n- you're gonna lose it in a second. <laughs> they specifically went on Wikipedia and corrected facts. No, why <laughs> your nerves? When she told us about it, I was like, that act that was a club. Like you guys did this for fun. Okay, nerd shaming right now. And I'm a no, huge nerd. I no, just don't came nerd from shame D&D. her. She is seriously. A, <laughs> don't nerd shame her. She's no. a she's a very admirable nerd. I mean, yeah, that's nice. That's, yeah, that's great. That's, that's like, why I'm saying smart? I have. I have to counterbalance. I have to. How smart do you have to be to be like, no, this fact is wrong. <laughs> like just going through. I don't know. There, she was. She's intelligent. So yeah. we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode, we're gonna follow kind of the same structure as the last one, which means like talk about her, talk about how she met somebody, talk about her work, and then talk about how she died, and and the f- and how she affected the world. So this is gonna be fun. Sounds so good. We're gonna get started. Mary Shelley was born Mary Wollstonecraft Goodwin, a uh, Godwin, <laughs> um, which is a mouthful to say the least. Oh yeah, Wool- Wollstonecraft. You'll get, you'll see why. Um, on August thirtieth of seventeen ninety seven, her father, William Godwin, was a philosopher and political writer, and her mother was a famous feminist named Mary Wollstonecraft. So we're gonna go on a side quest. Doopy doopy doop. Mary Wollstonecraft. Craft was a badass as well. Uh, she wrote a book called The Vindication of the Rights of Women um, in 1792. I'm not going to go too much into it because, like I said, that encyclopedia uh, that of philosopher, like the philosophy, dense read, real rough, could not understand. You're a better person than I am. I would have just uh, Wikipedia. I, that's how I got to it. <laughs> Though, like, I clicked the source from Wikipedia. Yeah. I Nope. I uh, I have a friend who philosophy was his major, and oh, he must have been real fun at parties. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's like super intelligent and uh, cool. Did he start all conversations with "You look like an intelligent person"? Because <laughs> I would punch him in the nuts. No, no, he's cool. He's also our DM, which is really cool. Oh, is it the one that I? Oh, yeah, he looks like David Tennant. Oh no, it's the David Tennant. Yes, one? It's I, David he Tennant. He wasn't the DM one. The one time I played, the redhead was the DM when I played. Correct, correct. Yeah, he played with us though. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that I blatantly just told him he looked like David Tennant. I'm like, she said you did, but I didn't believe it. He does, and it's pretty cool. It is. It is. It's awesome. like you're playing D and D with, and he also has a pretty good British accent, if I remember correctly. Uh, sure. <laughs> I thought it was fairly decent. <laughs> I don't. That, it, there may be better. Yeah, like a real one. I don't remember, honestly. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember if he did do a British accent or not. I feel like he did when I told him he looked like David Tennant, but I don't remember. He had a cool hat. He did. Yeah, yes, he I loved, remember the hat. Yeah, he has a cool hat. He, he, uh, I'm was telling do- you, Doctor Who. Awesome hat. Yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> I think he. I think he just he, he leans into it without knowing. <laughs> uh, so I love fezzes. M- moving the fuck along. <laughs> 
Uh, so, like I said, it was a it was a it was a rough read. But she stressed in the book that women are are only inferior because they are educated that way, and um, that all minds equal are equal, no matter if they start as a man or woman. So, um, so it basically, everyone's equally as intelligent, and it it's a factor of your education. It, it nothing to do with the genders, which back then was a radical idea, but now we all know it's not well. All of us with, like, two brain cells to rub together know that that's not the case. Yes, yes. We have to make that preference because... Uh, we, we need <laughs> to differentiate because there are some people who still think women are inferior. Um, the earth is flat? Yeah, they, they're also those ones that get the man flu and like to be babied. Ugh. Man flu is rough. <clears throat> Moving the fuck along. Uh, she is also known to, uh, for refining the art of travel writing. Did not know that was a thing. It was in the 17 and 1800s because traveling travel writing because like it's it's like travel blogging. Yeah. It, but like travel this, guide. but it was like a serious genre in that time. Um, and then essentially she defined she defined the genre. So she created the genre of travel writing. So thank you because you all of you fa- all of you travel bloggers because I you know I got bunches right. Um, especially in this time yeah <laughs> yes all you travel <laughs> bloggers you can thank her also all feminists should probably thank her because like in, yeah anywho just thank her moving the just fuck take along. A second. just take a second and be like mary wollstonecraft you're a bad bitch <laughs> moving the fuck along uh she's also no uh, oh, i already said that part anywho why did i write anywho <laughs> <laughs> Mary Mary unfortunately didn't really get to know this badass of a mother cuz she died 10 days after Mary was born. Oh, that's probably complications from the pregnancy, yeah. but there's no way of knowing. I think it was like an infection or something. Yo, which so you actually read that part. I did. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't. I was like that's not about Mary Shelley, so uh, <laughs> This left her with just her father and a half sister. Now, let's give you some ideas on this this uh, badassery that is her mother. The half-sister was from a, an affair she had with a soldier. Famous soldier. Didn't write down his name. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Again. Again. I want you guys to do the research yourself. That's not a, That's not true. Don't research unless unless you want to help me. Help me. Help you. Help me. Yeah. Never research. That's a good. It's a good. I uh, researched. I still have to research for the next two episodes, which I'm recording on the same day. That sucks for you. It's your podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm the only one who freaking advertises it. One main okay, so eventually, William, her her father, got married um, again to um, but the stepmother and Mary did not get along. Um, We're not going to go too much into that relationship because it's. We'll talk about how Mary, what Mary, Mary's personality is essentially, and maybe she tended to favor the dramatic so maybe it was just like teenage angst because you got to remember most of the stuff we know about her life is in the earlier years and she never and she basically just like your friend who looks like david Tennant, inadvertently leaned into the angst yeah inadvertently like just like i'm just gonna lean in and it's life so maybe she was being dramatic who knows could have just been like the normal teenage angst that all people have with their mothers, especially stepmothers. Yeah, I'm and probably unhappy with the times. Can you imagine? She's yeah. the daughter of a feminist living in that time frame. That's got to yeah. fucking suck. Yeah, and, and plus her dad didn't even fucking wait that long. But I digress. <laughs> um, shitty fathers. <laughs> so what, he wasn't shitty. Well, <clears throat> one main contention between Mary and her stepmother was that her stepmother really didn't see the need to educate Mary. Everybody else got educated. Her half-sister, 
her other half-sister. They got educated. For some odd reason, not Mary. Not sure why. Who knows? Uh, so she just, you know, read the books from her father's library. You know, her father, the philosopher. <laughs> who Fun has books. Who has, well, he has a shit ton of books. And he also, he was, he was a radical thinker. Um, who, so he, he was a political, an- I mean, a philosophical anarchist and a utilitarian of the school uh, and a utilitarian school of the, I'm sorry, of the utilitarian school of thought. This basically means, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're, prepare. If your philosophy DM is yep. listens to this, <laughs> I'm sorry. Send corrections. <laughs> don't, don't though, because I don't <laughs> think you're going to like, like, I tried explaining Confucianism as a, like because I know Eastern philosophy, yeah, sorta, mm-hmm. like a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, I tried to explain Confucianism to somebody you know him, the old uh, he was at Fer- he was at our place, yes, the, our, yeah, our, place, the place we met, yes. Um, <laughs> we worked. I don't work there anymore. Yeah, I know uh, you but escaped. He, he did too. <laughs> but I remember trying to explain it to him, and I immediately typed out this email in. The terms that I learned, like, you know, the fealty, fealty, all this other shit, like basically the philosophical version of it. And I went, he's not fucking going to get that. And then I dumbed it down to two sentences. It was three pages <laughs> of explain. I dumped it. I'm sorry. Two paragraphs. Okay. I was that's, say that's two what, sentences. That, wow. That's what philosophy does, though. They take a, a, a good editor can duck it down to like two paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a good uh, editor. Of course. I mean, that's their whole they talk yeah, that's uh, they're good at it yes they're good at it so anywho um so this meant that he thought the establishment was morally bankrupt and that he wanted to maximize the happiness of others okay um again i'm not a fucking philosopher guys if i got that wrong <laughs> i'm a fucking historian and not even professionally um but being that he was a philosophical anarchist and a utilitarian, he ran in very interesting educated circles. So she inadvertently had some of the best applied teachers, you know, like he would have doctors stay for weeks at a time and they brought their books. Yeah. So she just read their books, just like how Marie Curie, she just constantly was reading. Mary Shelley did a lot of that, too. Um, this being said. He obviously made sure that he would talk. He talked a lot about her, his her mother's teachings, what okay. she believed. So basically, creating almost another radical feminist. Because although the men, especially philosophers, artists at this time, were just like, I do, I stand for feminism, but only in words. Yeah, they don't like. For example, if if her step if her if he was a true feminist and. Her stepmom said that she didn't need a formal education. He would have stepped in and been like, fuck you. Yes, she does. She's a female. She needs yeah. to run the world. But he wasn't. Yeah. They don't want to. It it's good. He, he doesn't necessarily apply it. They don't want to um, withstand the uh, inconveniences that of, true feminism oh, would yes. entail. And we're talking true <laughs> feminism, not that stupid intersectional bullshit. All females, transgender, what the fuck ever. They're females. Oh, yeah, Done. don't even get me started on that. Let's not do that. <laughs> That's the, we are not that kind of podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> how do we always, like, we dive into certain Harry Potter author. <laughs> yeah, my heart broke a little bit there. Just a little bit. <sighs> okay, now that we've good, we're good. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I know. Let me, let me take a drink of this yeah. random alcoholic 
concoction that I don't know what Cheers. it is. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Sorry, guys. Thanks, Control Out Delete. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Control. He's also a great drink mixer if you want to <laughs> get fucked up. Um, now, Mary Wolds- Wolf- Wollstonecraft had many affairs in her day. Get it, girl. <laughs> um, you have to clap in between. I didn't put the emojis in there, but get there's always it, clapping. Girl. There's always clapping. <laughs> always, always. Um, if you're doing it right, they didn't exactly translate the same, but it may have com- um, it may have contributed to how Mary later in life has a more lackadaisical, free spirit look at love. Yeah, keep that in mind. We are going to circle back. In 1814, at uh, she met Percy Biche Shelley. Percy Bish. Yeah, Bish Biche. Uh, it all depends. His Bish. Who, according to his paintings, kind of dreamy. Yeah, you know, he's not bad, you know? You have seen a picture of him? Yeah. Oh, no, no. That was Lord Byron. That was Lord Byron. Yeah, no, oh. I will show you a picture in, like, another okay, slide here. Okay, okay, But, uh, so... <laughs> he was uh he was also a writer but never really saw fame in his life but he did hang out with people like Lord Byron uh which is why we looked up a picture of Lord Byron cuz I too did not know what he looked like uh John Keats Thomas Love Peacock <laughs> uh, Love Peacock okay. All right um but I'm not going to lie guys Lord Byron was like the only one I kind of knew and that was more out of like irony, yeah. uh, ironic, like I, the, irony. It was more I out of irony because I, I was just like, because Lord Byron was so sexually provocative that yeah. anybody who like they make like they make a reference of it in some movie. I can't remember it, but like he's like he's like, what am I fucking look? What am I gonna do? Look like fucking Lord Byron and just have everybody come over? And it was like, the I mean, he flirted with the doctor. Spoilers for the yeah. Uh, I was about to say that apparently there's uh, Doctor a new Who doctor. spoilers. <laughs> yeah, there was a new Doctor episode that conveniently came out recently about Mary Shelley. Yep. So of course she watched it. Yes. Which, which I wonder how accurate it is. Uh, you can tell me after I tell you all this crap. Okay. We'll like, discuss. Yes. The theories of yes. how Frankenstein came about. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> uh, Percy had eloped with a 16 year old in 1811. He was 19. Um, named Harriet Westbrook. Apparently her father didn't like Percy and Harriet had been writing to Percy a letter saying that she would kill herself due to how unhappy she was. Red flag number Uh, one. All right, well, get ready, guys. Because we're dealing with poets and philosophers, which means drama. Drama. Oh, God. So, oh, it's just, it's so. uh, So there's this, I don't, I Get the popcorn ready. Okay, so there's this Chinese term yes. called chigua, uh-huh. which is it's like it's like drinking the tea or <laughs> eating or eat, getting some gossip. You yeah. know, it's it you chigua, and that's been around forever. Like they've been drinking tea before we like came up with the term drinking tea. Well, it's chigua, which is eating watermelon. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes. So and um and so it's it's it's. A lot of, like, it's basically listening to all the drama and just, like, loving every second of it. Like, yes. I know when I talk about it um, with, with uh, certain people, 
uh, I'm like, I always just, I'm like, oh, this gua is so juicy. Like, <laughs> this gua. Oh, I'm using this. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm slowly going to take everybody from um, sip the tea to chur some gua. <laughs> okay, we're doing it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All of you guys are going to love chur gua. Um, but these people, I would assume, are like, they, they plant the gua. You never plant the gua. You just eat the gua. They oh plant the gua. That we eat. That we oh yeah, and, <laughs> and we are currently doing so. Um, so control alt delete. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, he just so control alt delete just gave us a note on what it means. I just told you that he's not listening, <laughs> um, but he heard me say chirgua. Uh, by the way, control alt delete is the one who uh, taught me chirgua. So he 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 wrote it out for you. So he I think he's just making it so you have a note for later so you can pass it along to others. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz I'm I expect all of your D&D friends to be chirguaing by the end of the month. We'll spread it. Yeah. Like the coronavirus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> uh, I actually talked about to Sonora about maybe doing an unplanned digression uh with her and uh someone else uh, just talking about it because she were like it, it's interesting. But we're not going to talk about that in this episode. Yeah, sorry. Moving the fuck along. Because, uh, yeah, moving the fuck along. So, uh, somehow, through the, somehow, though, the disapproval uh, was all for show. Like, uh, I mean, sorry. So, basically, apparently, uh, the, the disapproval of Percy by her father was just a kind of a gimmick. Because Percy comes from a rich family. He is rich he and they thought like this was a good political move. Um, he was, but at the same time, he was an unapologetic atheist and had a falling out with his father right before meeting Harriet. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's. He was unpol. He was not not sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry on a de atheism, which is a big big, deal. big thing back then. Yeah, especially considering like the head of the English Church is yeah the Queen or King. So in this, oh, by the way, these guys are all uh, British. If you haven't figured that out, uh, hold on one second here, guys. Stretch. No, my foot was my foot's <laughs> asleep, guys. <laughs> foot's very asleep. Um, so he had angered his father by eloping with Harriet because apparently he you don't marry below your your station. He's apparently he, like he was his father was a lord, you know. Yeah, you didn't know that, Heather. What? Never marry below your station. I marry up, my friend. <laughs> Always up. Always. Up and up. I dated below, I marry up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Get all the good sex out of the way and then marry up. Well, I, who's to say up <laughs> isn't good? You never know. That's true. That's what I was going to say. Money can teach you things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Money can teach you it things. Also can get you some infections. <laughs> um. But the cure as well. <laughs> true that. <laughs> a poor man's disease <laughs> stds are a poor man's disease they're a poor even man's though in, in england around this time a lot of rich guys were dying of syphilis yeah mm. uh, eventually percy became unhappy with his marriage he's he really really didn't like harriet's sister eliza who i think got the better name <laughs> um because mostly because she would listen to anything eliza said they had a kid at this point and eliza said you know i think i think you can stop breastfeeding now. And Harriet just stopped. And apparently Percy was upset by this. Well, I mean, this was the chick who red flag said she was going to kill herself. Well, I mean, don't, don't, don't write off that, that just yet. 
don't don't get committed to the red flag of that because there's others. Uh, he also thought she married him for his money, and she wasn't smart enough. Couldn't carry on an intellectual conversation with him. I mean, it's a problem. It is a problem. It is a problem. Uh, so one day, Percy met Mary, and they fell madly in love. Uh, and he threatened to commit suicide if she didn't return his affection. Oh God! See, I told you it was coming oh, up. God. I told it's a trap. Oh, I think it's God. just the Percy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is fucked up. Yeah. But apparently, in the heat of the moment, Mary admitted she loved him too. Wasn't she like 16? Yeah. Um, but this gets better. In the coming, in the days following, she apparently got it on, lost her virginity, <laughs> in a cemetery. Yes. Mm. Um, this is this. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm sure you can also put in some sort of crude joke about boning. So I'll wait. You just made the joke. (laughs) Thank you for spoiling. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure you can think of something. Yeah, there was more than one boner there that night. There you go. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Um. So uh, so again, like committing suicide thing. The fuck seems to be a trend. It does. Um. Moving the fuck along. Mary was apparently attracted to, and I quote Percy's, wild, intellectual, and unearthly looks. So I guess... He was good in bed? He he (laughs) must have had... He's either either really attractive, but I also believe... um, There was a a person I used to work with when I was in high school. Yeah. An older woman. Um, Uh She was my boss. Uh, there and there was there was like this whole drama and stuff with this guy and this other girl who worked there, and uh, we just were convinced. We used to say he, we we were like he must have the dick of God, <laughs> like he must. <laughs> Why else would you fight over him? Oh my so god! So I'm just saying maybe he had the dick of God, and maybe. we will, we're gonna go the into divine s- dick. The, uh, maybe, maybe doesn't matter what God he's got. Like I, mean, I don't care what God you listen to, he might have the dick of God. I mean, he was down <laughs> in the cemetery. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, but uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna post a picture of him on Instagram, and I'm also gonna show you a picture yes. of him, but like a painting. Yes. Well, it's a drawing. I have a drawing. Because um, <laughs> there's lots of paintings. Picture painting. It's a drawing. It's a drawing. <laughs> <laughs> we go down. Yeah. Uh, but I think he kind of has bug eyes. <laughs> Okay, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. I also want to know, like, how accurate are these portraits? I know these—they're trying to—they're getting paid to make them look good. I know. No, mm. <laughs> though. Have you ever heard the story about one of the one of the brides of Henry the Eighth? Uh, somebody sent a painting of this bride to him, and he was like, "Oh man, she's really hot." Like you know, like how I make him sound like a frat boy. <laughs> um. So, so uh, we he he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll marry her." She comes. Ugly as fuck. Oh, yeah. Ugly oh, as yeah. fuck. Uh-huh. And Total he, catfish. And Total he, catfish. He, he, I was going to say, catfishing has been around <laughs> a long time. Um, don't fall in love until you see them personally. In person. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, moving the fuck along, Percy abandoned his first, ho- his first wife, hence why she is the first. Uh, Harriet, who was pregnant, uh, so, like, hence the first, and ran away with Mary, who was still 16. To Switzerland. Oh, boy. Switzerland. The Swiss. Uh, good chocolate. Good chocolate. Where you can get away with anything. Essentially. Well, at least money laundering. Yep. Uh, that and the Cayman Islands. Fucking Nazis. <laughs> They're not Nazis. 
No, they use the banks, the Swiss banks. Oh yes, yes, true, 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 true. Sorry, I just watched Hunters, and that's yeah, was on true, my mind. True, true, true. Uh, so, side note though, Mary's half sister, Fanny, the one who was the result of a her, of a affair with the soldier. Her name was Fanny. Fanny. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. <laughs> oh no. She also poor child. She also had a crush on poor Percy. Child. She also had a crush. Well, Fanny was a normal name in English. Do you know what Fanny means now? Yes, it means butt. No. No? No. No? means vagina in Britain. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Fanny, I believe. This suddenly makes sense because I, I was like looking at something and uh, <clears throat> some British celebrity was start to so it's like it's like she's like, This hurts my fanny, but whatever. I'm like, you're standing, I'm confused. <laughs> 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 this oh kind of makes more God. sense now because yeah. like she did have a camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what it means? Yeah. Oh no. Um well back then it didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh boy. Back to the the task at hand. Um appa- like I said, yeah. she also had a crush on Percy. Uh which I, I'm telling you guys, I don't I don't get it. He must. I believe you. Yep. I believe you. She just sent, showed me the a definition. woman's sexual organs. Uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna go that way. Okay. Danielle was talking about the uterus in the last one, and y- now you're telling us yeah. slang for the uterus. Well, she was only talking about it because, like, she was saying apparently, like, people don't know that, and then she started talking about how the her vagina. Re- yeah, her uterus like physically reacted when she saw Baby Yoda. Meaning, like, I need a baby yep. inside. Yeah, that I know. She t- she, if you, when you listen to the episode, which literally just came out this morning, so she hasn't listened to it. It's two hours. Um, but Danielle mentioned, you'll hear Danielle's yeah. conversation about that. Um, so, side note, though, uh, Fanny would eventually kill herself. Uh, she did have a history. I mean that name, though. She did have a s- history of depression. And her unrequited love for Percy probably didn't help. That is true. Yeah, probably didn't help. Um, when they came back, Dad was pissed. Mary was pregnant. She eventually miscarried. Uh, we're not going to go too much into that, but it, it, it Ma- several times. Mary Shelley will only have one survive, uh, one child that survives to adulthood. Yeah, and he was, and he was named after Percy. Yeah, and I'm sure this had a in- impact on everything. Yeah, everything. Um, that's enough about Percy, though. <coughs> I honestly can't decide if I like him or not because he was a womanizing dick. Uh, but Mary, who loved free love, um, very 1960s, she seemed to be, a, she never seemed to get real t- upset about it too much. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, I'm telling, like, c- I think Control-Alt-Delete only hears us when we're talking, like, super loud, and he heard us talking about the dick of God or the divine dick. So he uh, he just told us how to say um, the divine dick in godly a, a, go- a godly cock in, Eng- in, godly in Chinese, cock. I love it's it. a shen diao. Um, so if you guys want to know, I'll put I'll I'll too put these characters in the show description. Next D and D character is shen diao. <laughs> okay, you want to take a picture of that because you can't take that card. <laughs> um, he's just writing on index co- notes, guys. He's just he's just writing them down as we're talking. Um, so uh, I can't decide if I like him, but uh. You let me know here uh, in one second as soon as Google decides not Those to be a goddamn dick again. slides, man. Dude, I don't. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, this is Percy. Okay, not what I was expecting at all. First of all, I thought that was a woman. Yeah, they with made short hair. It was, it was, that was kind of the fashion at the time, though. 
Yeah, with the looks like he has lipstick on. Yeah, I think they just made that. I, I think mean, I think they started painting. I can it. see what you're saying about the eyes. Yeah, kind of the buggy. But eyes. I guess he's kind of dreamy. Kind of soft. Like in the he other, he looks kind of boyish. Like kind yeah. of a probably um, boyishly good looking. Well, I mean, he died. He died very young. Yeah, he did. Um, but also like in the paintings that they usually have with him, he also he looks like he's got very chubby cheeks. Yeah, like real, like he looks like if you like they're pokeable cheeks. Like you ever notice like with a baby where they have those those, those cheeks? Y- uh, yes, yeah, I am aware. And you like. You just want to poke him? Yep. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. That's that's what his other painting looks like. Gotcha. So I picked the less I'm frequently sure, used. I'm sure, like, especially for that time, he was probably very good looking. Or he, uh, I'm sure, again, you pay these painters to make you look good, so who knows? Yeah. Got a lot uh, of ladies, though. He did. Oh, he did. <laughs> um, on to the events that led to her most famous work. Uh, in 1816, Mary and Percy went to Geneva with their son. Um... They were meeting up with Lord Byron, who had gotten Mary's half-sister pregnant, Jane, um, which we never talked about until now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like, Wait, like you know, Jane. Mary's half-sister. Not not Fanny. She no. had a half-sister. Si- Claremont? From yeah. Is her first name Jane? I think so. Are you sure? Either, I think it might be her stepsister who was Jane. I mean, no, not her stepsister. I think it was like Claire Claremont or something. I'm gonna well, no, she goes by Jane, too. Okay. Yeah, she went by Jane, too. They, because her mother's name was Jane. So she just used Jane as a nickname. Okay. Yeah, I remember reading that part. Um, so when they arrived at Geneva, Mary apparently was referring to herself as Mrs. Shelley. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Percy didn't get a divorce. And uh, they didn't get married yet. Anywho. She's <laughs> um, Mrs. I, Shelley. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that party loved that gossip. Again, again. Love this is guah, it. man. Guah. Guah. Eating it up. This Nom was no. like soap operas for them. Yes, it's great. It's great. Um, it apparently rained a lot that summer, so they were stuck inside a lot. And this led them to tell stories. You know, a bunch of poets in a room. What do you think they talk about? Like, like what kind of stories do you think they tell? Um, well, a bunch of poets probably. I'm sure there's a lot of philosophy. Yeah, yeah. There's probably, you know. So love. so so it wasn't about any fairies traipsing through the fl- fields or love or anything like that. Uh, they told German ghost stories. Yes, the best on rainy rainy nights, rainy days. I mean, I love watching horror movies. Yes, I'm a horror movie junkie. But I think we talked about this before. Yes. Um, allegedly, Lord Byron was the one to challenge them all to write an original ghost story. Um, and apparently, m- uh, Mary struggled with this like hardcore. She couldn't come up with a good ghost story. Until she did. Sort of. She had a better idea. Okay. So, not a ghost, but till still technically not a person. It's a reanimated corpse. Yeah. Um, she apparently was inspired, so inspired, she began to write obsessively. Non-stop. Just constantly writing. Barely getting any sleep. This is a vacation. She's barely getting any sleep. Um, was she possessed? This ain't, so, this ain't no devil's Bible. Knock it <laughs> off. Um... It started as a short story, but in 1818, Frankenstein was published, or the Prometheus story. I like the Prometheus one more. So, Frankenstein obviously is the main title everyone knows, Uh. a modern Prometheus. Yeah, modern. That is is cool. Uh. I mean. Yeah, I think that sounds cool, but anyways. um, Now we're going to come to the true PU history brand approved section of the episode. The fuckery. The rage. The fuckery. It is said that both Percy and Mary had collaborated on this story. There is no real proof 
of this. None. And it's just a reaction by male critics trying to discount a female writer in um, not only a male-dominated profession, but a rather masculine genre, which she created. Horror was, you can thank Mary Shelley if you like horror, everyone. Because she she helped create, she's one of the, one of the four mothers. Yeah, she's the mother, she's one of the mothers of, of history. She is the mother. If you can think of another female who in uh, uh, who Influenced. shaped the genre. Yeah. Shaped, not influence. Shaped. She shaped. helped create it. Um, then let me know, because I'd like to know about her. Um, in later editions of her book, Mary credited her husband to almost inspiring her, but but the but she she strictly stressed the words were hers, all hers. Later scholars would stress that the only contributions Percy would have to the book was that he helped edit and told her what parts were too boring. Okay, yeah, that's that what he did. Like most publishers and yeah, editors, yeah, exactly. So I found I I don't know if this is true. I didn't really look this up because the idea just popped in my head right now. Um. Um. So. Uh. The idea, is, uh, what I think happened, because you see, I see, read a lot in my sources that uh, Mary had some guy edit and publish. So I feel like she couldn't publish on her own. So maybe women couldn't publish. Yeah. So she needed to him him to edit and publish it for her. Probably. 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 I don't know. I, I might look that up later. I might not. It all depends. <laughs> um, You have to research two more episodes, <laughs> man. I really do. It'll be fun, though. Um, other than being a woman, Shelley was also 19 years old. Um, when she published her book. So this, so the critics didn't believe a quote-unquote girl could write a book that had, such fl- that had so much fils- uh, philosophical, uh, was as much philosophical as it was fiction. Yeah. Because it's a ver- there's a lot of philosophy interlaced through Flan- yeah. Frankenstein and all of her books. Um, but she's the child of philosophers, yeah. so that's a thing. So she's young, 19 years old. Female. Not traditionally educated. Yeah. Female. Female. So, of course, she didn't write the book, right? Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, that was actually the next part I was going to go to. Like, as mentioned before, Mary was never formally educated, but Percy was. Yeah. Um, until fairly recently, which is fucking stupid, um, there were people who were, bu- who were claiming that Percy wrote the book, citing his editor notes that he had put on the journals that she wrote him. They're what? saying that he wrote the book and she just capitalized on it. Like, why on earth? <sighs> why on earth would Percy write a book? Who who was a writer? He was a writer, so it's not too unbelievable that he would write a book. Um, but why would he publish it under a woman he's fucking last name? Yeah, or his love. You know, like I get love is love, but like he was also a writer. He could have used some money too. Um, and like, there's a lot of things that I read like where they think it was because it was. If for lack of better terms, off-brand for Percy to write a, such a horror novel, because he was like, you know, he's a whimsy poet. Bitch, please, right? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, no. But just because you suck. <laughs> yeah, well, like that's not him who said it. No, like the critics. Yeah, he never claimed to be the, the writer of this book. No. Never in his life. Um. Another criticism is that Frankenstein was not, in fact, original, citing uh, citing the myth of uh, Pygmalion. Pygmalion? Pygmalion, there it is. Pygmalion. You know about Pygmalion. Yes, I do. Who sculpted a lover for himself. Yes. So, now we're going to discuss why Heather thinks this criticism is bullshit. Uh, Frankenstein is about a reanimated body, um, a, a, a reanimated body that was made 
by master, but it was not created out of flesh, like the golem. Like the story of the golem. It's a Jewish um, folk tale of the golem. Yes. You build yep, it out I'm of aware. Uh, yep. mud and flesh and stuff like that. Yeah. No, he's made out of, yeah, he's made out of mud. Yeah, like clay. Yeah. So, um, he didn't create the flesh, though. Like, Dr. Frankenstein didn't create the flesh. No, he found um, it. How do you say that name again? Pygmalion. Pygmalion. Also, didn't fall in love with the the creation. He he didn't fall in love with the animated body. He fell Correct. in love with the creation itself. And Aphrodite was like, "Oh, that's sweet," and put life in it. Oh, by the way, it's a Greek myth. Yes, I mean. And then, and so, any other critiques on the on Pygmalion version? Like you said, you know the story, so yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it, it's different, but. It, Everything is influenced by something. Yeah, was nothing is a hundred percent original. Yeah, and like um, they also like there are other stories, including the Shakespeare's tale, the uh, the Winter's Tale, which I've never read. I'm a huge fa- Shakespeare fan, but uh, they they also claim that it's based off of that. But in which everybody claims everything's based off of a Shakespeare tale yeah. tale because because he just wrote about everything. Um, we're not going to talk about Shakespeare because there's a lot of no. stuff on that guy too. Her story was could stand alone it's not yeah it's, it's a standalone it's not a rip off of anything um um <sighs> so it, it apparently these stories any story that had somebody coming back to life or having life being created um the critics were like oh this is this is based off of this this is where you got your inspiration for frankenstein this yeah. has already been written um but none of them were quite like frankenstein um, because she took a very scientific approach to it. Yes. Like, science was new. Science mm-hmm. was interesting. Like, Danielle and me talked about it in our last episode. Science was the thing. Like, everybody thought that was so fucking cool because it's not something that they knew about. Like, of course there were people who were like, oh, this is a front to God and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There's always party poopers. Front to God. That's always party poopers. But, they, but like, you know, science was cool. Was kind of new. Mm-hmm. Um... Literary analysis suggests that the philosophical lesson is um, is that that the destruct was about the destructive results of overreaching. So um, some say that that this was kind of a representation of Percy, um, who was consistently preaching free love and had several affairs. <laughs> what is happening? Somebody, what the fuck? I almost dropped the mic because I was trying to get hand sanitizer. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't paying attention because I would have been like, <gasps> there's a lot of coffee and water over here. Uh, yeah, I haven't even touched the coffee. Um, so on top of that criticism, Mary was, was as Fiona Sampson said, perfectly, perfectly. She was being slut shamed. Ah, yeah. Because I remember I told you she had a very lackadaisical, free love thinking yes. sort of. She was very she was very 1960s in the 1800s. Yes. You know? slut um, shaming such a new thing. Oh yeah, nobody. This never existed before never feminism. Exist. <laughs> it's a direct result of fem. Like, no, I'm sorry. Feminism is a direct result of sl- slut shaming. Y'all can sh- fucking shut up. If the girl likes it, girl likes it. Yeah. She ain't hurting you. Why can you stick your dick in anything and yeah. girls yeah. can't? She ain't hurting you by sleeping around, is she? No. In fact, she's probably helping you out because you got laid. So shut the fuck up. Virginity is a social contract. It 100% is. Um, so, literally, as I had mentioned earlier, she had ran off with Percy and was uh, who was still married. So this is about the slut shaming. So they're gonna get they're they're yeah. in the other episode we talked about how Marie Curie was being called a homewrecker because she was having an affair with a married man. But the, again, it takes two to tango. Yeah, 
Percy's no no angel either. She wasn't cheating on anyone. Yeah, she wasn't. Percy's wife Harriet was also found dead from drowning. So, uh, and she was pretty far along in another pregnancy with Percy's child. So these are two women who have killed themselves over him. Mm-hmm. One of them had his child. Shit. Like in her belly, like his second child in her Sh- belly. Shindrow. How do you say this? Godly uh, cock. Shindiao. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Shindiao. Yes, he has to have it. Um, I wish I had told Control Alt Delete about my comment about the Dick of God, and we would have known this right away. He would have <laughs> had to like really, really excitedly write down the Dick of God. <laughs> um, so, so again, she was found dead, very, very far along in her pregnancy. There was a custody battle for Percy's kids with Harriet after she died. Um, eventually, he lost, citing he had abandoned Harriet. And that he was an atheist, so the courts were like, "Nah, you you don't you didn't love her enough to stay stick around. What? It, who's to say you won't abandon your kids? And also, you're godless." But most of the, most heathen. Of the, most of this was just for uh, William Godwin's sake, because he was like, "You need to keep your kids." Blah blah blah. Like philosophers, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, after about three weeks, uh, um, after I'm sorry, three weeks after Harriet's death, Percy and Mary actually got uh, married, like visually, physically, like. Yeah, actually got married. As opposed to the eloping. Um, In the years following, the criticism would continue. Mary would be preached against in church sermons, though though Percy would just kind of be glossed over. Like, like this... This woman, I, this woman who has broken up a whole family, but we're not going to forget who's like they—they they always forget that it wasn't her family. Yeah, she, the, she did nothing wrong. No, like he—if if you were so loyal to your fucking family, how did you fall in? You didn't fall in between her legs. <laughs> he tripped. I mean, uh, he, tripped. he was apparently very clumsy. <laughs> I never read that. Her what legs source? Happened to be open. <laughs> her underwear off. Yep, ready. I don't know how that happened. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Kid ain't mine. Um, <laughs> sorry. Michael <laughs> Jackson's <laughs> playing. Um, Percy was more or less considered um, single by other women, even though he was now married again. And her in-laws would try to take away her child. So Percy's parents would try to take away the child that she had with Percy. What the Yeah, this fuck? was after the miscarriage. She had, a, she had a son with Percy. Oh, hell place. no. Well, she had other kids with Percy, but... Um, <coughs> I forget if this was the son or the daughter. The daughter eventually. Yeah, she this. went through like eight years of trying to get pregnant. Or yeah, something. exactly. She just yeah, who knows. Um, something that I can't look over when it comes to Frankenstein is that more or less it, uh, it more or less cre- created what would become the profession of practicing science as a term as the term science scientist hadn't existed yet. Yeah. So it created it before. Um, obviously there were scientists. Um. But this more or less popularized popularized them to people who, um, who really hadn't put much thought into it before. Like, people were reaping the benefit of scientific discovery, but not really thinking, "Oh, people discovered this." Yeah, like they it they it it wasn't seen like it was a profession, but it was seen like a profession, like a teacher. This is where you send your your academics. Yeah, they're scientists because they're good at chemistry. Like, but they don't understand. Like, like. If you were back in the day, like you go to a blacksmith, you know what he does all day. Yeah. You go to a dude who says he's a chemist. What the fuck do you do? Yeah. You know. So it kind of, kind of created a science. The term scientist was kind of created in her book. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, one of the main criticisms was how uh, could a young woman with no formal education write this book? Uh, this was 
and I can st- I, I kind of st- and kind of still is a common cur- uh, criticism of many female writers is how could you have written this because because apparently if if it's not the age that they discredit it's the fact that they have no experience or something li- or yeah. or that that somebody wrote th- almost the same thing it's it's just a constant thing it's like it's a female problem yeah um and apparently um you can't educate yourself any other way than besides formal yeah what, what education ebbs. what ebbs i was homeschooled <laughs> <laughs> um i was not uh however her journals which she kept religiously suggested that she was truly a literary mind and showed that the same writing styles in her journals is what was the writing style in frankenstein and her her but the fact that she has to prove it well she never she never i know but people have people like go back and you had to let's research her journals to see if it matches up yeah but you didn't do that like you didn't do that for like ernest hemingway or anything like that you believed he wrote all that shit like fuck you um well ernest hemingway was way after but anyways (laughs) now back to her life in the summer of 1822 her book had been out for about three years at this point mary got pregnant again in the villa magni near uh santorenzo santorenzo she hated it um on the 16th she miscarried and if percy and apparently if percy hadn't put her into this bath of ice she would have bled out oh yeah i remember reading so he saved her life so we did love her so good job good on you percy (laughs) you saved her life i guess you love her (laughs) yeah i guess i mean i'm assuming child but hey yeah um yeah but you can't get mad mad at her about that no um Mary and Percy weren't doing well at this time, though, and Percy was actually infatuated with another one of her friends uh, and his friend's wife, Jane Williams. Um, not going to say anything bad about her because I didn't look her up. Um, <laughs> well, in July of the same year, Percy died. Yes. Uh, yeah. He and two of his friends were out in an Itali- uh, in the Italian Sea, and the weather turned bad. Their bodies were found in Virego ten days after the storm. Wow. Yeah dead as quickly as he came in he left um that's an interesting way since the other girl drowned too yeah it's irony isn't it yeah. i think mm-hmm. that i think it's irony or karma um, yeah, that's not how karma works which doesn't exist uh, that's not how it works <laughs> um so now she was a widow at the ripe old age of 24 in a world that really only valued a woman by the stature of her husband um mary proceeded to write um, more novels in the years uh, following her husband's death in order to support herself and her son. Um, one novel she published was a historical novel called uh, Valperga, Valperga, or The Life of and Adventures of Castillo, Prince of Lucca. This was set during the War of the Gulfs in the Ghiblines. The, Ghibli- uh, the Gulfs supported the Pope. The Ghiblines supported the Holy Roman Empire. Um, they, this was an actual war. Everybody, both were in both places were in Italy. Ghiblins, Ghiblins. I don't know why I think of the Knights of Knee. Knee, Knee. We are now the Knights of Icky, Icky. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> a new one. All right. <laughs> how did we manage? Sorry. I'm how did so we sorry. manage a Monty Python? <laughs> I haven't. This is an, a, pon- a Monty Python reference hasn't happened since episode three. No. Huh. It's mm. been a while. It has. I've been. I've been it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was uh, this book was based on the real uh, real despot no- known as Castuccio Castricini. Um, I think that's how you say it. 
Uh, her father edited it for pu- edited it for publication and shortened it significantly to put more stress on the female protagonist. Um, so he was he was kind of a feminist in writing, as I said. Um, this work had a lot of political undertones, as Mary um, thought Castricio. Uh, or I, I think I've said it differently every time I've said you it. You have every time. Um, Just, of that dude, Mario, that was, dude. Yeah, was compulsively greedy for his conquests. Because he, he like just constantly, just conquest, conquest, conquest. Uh, the book got a lot of good reviews, but it was seen as a love story and not a historical novel. And they basically ignored the political undertones. Because a female wrote it. It has to be a love story, right? Of course. Obviously. It's the only thing they're good for. Love? Apparently. I'm bad at it. <laughs> no, that's a lie. I mean, I don't have a heart, so. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it? Um, after writing this, she wrote a book called The Last Man in 1826, uh, and she dipped back into science fiction for this one. Uh, this was a post-apocalyptic novel. This was the one I was telling you, telling you about that you Ooh. might want to read. Yes. Um, because I'm definitely going to. Uh, this world, The world was destroyed by a plague. Funny how that keeps coming up. Oh, yeah. I think that stand is broken. Um, no, I'm messing with it. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, that's simply relevant. Yeah. Um, and like I said, honestly... Uh, until I did this research, I didn't know about it. So uh, I'm, I didn't read too much into it because I didn't want to sp- do too many spoilers because yeah. I'm going to fucking read it. Um, there are three volumes, and they all pl- obviously take place on Earth. Uh, like they're place- they're like they're in Switzerland and everything like that at certain points. So it takes place on Earth. It's not a, like a post-apocalyptic place that nobody knows. It's Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the characters were actually based on Mary's friends and acquaintances. Ooh. So we're going to... Another side quest here, guys. Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> she was forbidden by the f- her father-in-law, so Percy's father, to write a biography on Percy. Why? He didn't like his lifestyle. Fuck him. Um, yeah, uh, he didn't like the bohemian free love lifestyle, so he didn't want ev- he didn't want that uh, the dirty laundry out for everybody to see. Basically, of course, of course not. All about the image. Always, always. This is this is England. I know. <laughs> stiff up a lip. This is this is yes. Yeah, stiff up a lip. <laughs> stiff up a lip. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing the little Nazi thing, but it's supposed to be the, the upper lip. Yeah, I know what you, I know what you're trying to do. Um, um, and by Nazi thing, I meant the like Hitler mustache. Yeah, <laughs> not the sick. Not she didn't do, else. She, she didn't do the sick Heil guys. Thank God, because she would get kicked out right away, and I and she would vacate my apartment via the window. Um. So, as a re- so instead of writing biography, she based uh, she made a utopian character known as Adrian. The Earl of Windsor, who was loosely based off Percy. Spoilers. Adrian Adrian dies on a boat. Ooh. Yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> With my flippy floppies. <laughs> it's the best part of that song. Um, one of the major themes of the book is the failure of uh, romantic political ideas. Critics say the plague is mer- metaphorical for, like, this is slowly deteriorating. Politics are slowly becoming a machine, and there's no morals involved, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We're we're gonna get to that. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Uh, it was also it also uses the theme of isolation very strongly, especially towards the end of the book. Again, I'm not gonna go into that part because I want to. I don't want to know what happens at the end because I'm gonna fucking read it. So, sorry guys. You're if you want to know, fucking read it. Read. We'll have a book club. No, no, we won't, everybody. No, no we won't. Um, we all have way too much like other side reading to do that it would just take us like three years to finish one book. 
So come back in three years where I give my book <laughs> critique on The Last Man. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> but stick around for those three years, please. Wow. Um, and just like in Frankenstein, she used science. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Science! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I'm sorry! What did I do? Fuck! No, no that pisses off Danielle when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I make sure to do it all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Is it just that word or other random words? I like to live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> On the edge. Y'all don't know, like, you guys know Danielle via, um, via recordings, but Danielle recording is not exactly the same as Danielle in real life. She's far more dangerous in person. <laughs> she is. <laughs> and it's fun. Um, I can hold my own because I've been doing it for quite some time. In the womb. <laughs> yeah, since, since, since in the, the womb. womb. Since the womb. But uh, y'all don't stand a chance. <laughs> She's going to wreck you. All right. Now that I, I randomly started to talk like I didn't know English. Uh, <laughs> going to wreck you. Uh, <laughs> going to wreck you. I, I went Texan sort of. Bend kinda. over. No, 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 not that way. <laughs> not that way. Danielle ain't about that life. Um, so she used, she used science and medica- medicine to drive kind of the story along, just like she did with Frankenstein. Uh, this re- this book actually received the worst review of all of her books. Um, some critics really? some critics said that the fan- fatalistic nature of the book was sickening, with stupid cruelties, and even went so far as to say to call her am- imagination diseased. I mean, that's my life. <laughs> Harsh. What is this book? Harsh criticism number one. <laughs> um, number two, I wonder how they would feel if they looked at our world today. Oh. Uh, they wouldn't survive. Uh, like, like, is, I'll let you know after I read the book what I think about it compared to the day. But uh, based off the quick synopsis I read without trying to get spoilers, um, yikes. <laughs> um, Good yikes. Bad yikes. Oy. Moving the fuck along. Uh, Mary spent the rest of her career essentially promoting Percy's poetry. That's love, I guess. That sucks. I mean, she she published three good books. So yeah, I know. Um, remember how Percy's father wouldn't let her do a biography on him? Did she do it anyway? No. Ah. Uh, um, but because of that, it also made her life very difficult when she tried to publish anything by Percy. Really? Yeah, he was just like, no, take that away. Because Percy Percy wrote philosoph- philosophical papers and poetry basically saying, fuck everybody. Let's Let's have some fun. God's f- God's ro- not here. God doesn't exist. I'm paraphrasing because I've never read a line of his books. Yeah, um, like of his poetry or anything. Because I, I mean, what's I, the dad gonna like fucking do with it? I'm more of a spoken word poet person. <laughs> I don't really like to read oh, it. Oh God, no, it's kind of fun. Have you ever? No, we're not gonna talk about that. There's <laughs> a few that are really good. Spoken word. Yeah. No. There's some really good. I've I'm never. Ta- I'm not talking to like the flower. No, I'm talking like angry spoken word poetry. That's Doesn't Danielle about. post some stuff yeah, on I Facebook? Do of I do too. I've seen that guy there that's on Neil, post. Neil something. Yeah, I can't remember. Good. There's an there's another one that I really like. She pops yeah. up like every every year or so because I she pops up on like my my. Uh, if it has emotions, it, not really. No, like you don't have emotions, <laughs> but you get you laugh a lot. They're for buried, with no very very deep down. I don't really think the they laughter, are. the emptiness of my soul. All right, so moving along. <laughs> Moving the fuck along, Mary continued her her work until nineteen until eighteen fifty one. At the age of fifty three, she died of brain cancer, which fucking sucks. That does suck. Uh, well, 
cancer sucks. Uh, yeah, period, I mean, like, yeah. Um, so, but imagine brain cancer. I mean, it's eaten away after yeah, the, the hallucination. Yeah, you're uh, she prob- losing your mind. Well, <laughs> um, she was buried with. Get ready. The cremated remains of Percy's heart. Okay. I'm telling you guys, she is truly a goth inspiration to the very end. Yes, she is. She is the first goth. Just think Halloween, you know, maybe maybe decide to be Mary Shelley. Don't be Frankenstein. Be Be Mary Mary Shelley. Shelley. Like she is your goth. She is your goth queen. (laughs) Um, Sort of. Yes, bish. (laughs) (laughs) Percy bish to be exact. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Now, uh, so we're gonna do. We're gonna. Uh, we've introduced uh, Chirgua, uh, Shundiao, and now instead of saying uh, "yes, bitch," it's "yes, bish," <laughs> and you need to spell it like Percy's middle name. Do it. <laughs> um. Now I can't. It can't be denied that Mary Shelley can be is considered one of the founders of modern horror. Obviously. And to support this claim, here is a quick list of films that straight up admitted that they were inspired by Frankenstein alone. Okay. There's The Curse of Frankenstein from 1954. Yes. I mean, that's a given. Yep. Uh, there's Young Frankenstein in 1974, one of my favorite movies of all time. I have to see it. I haven't Again, seen it. Again, I thing. have done I'm a so great sorry. disservice as, so as, sorry. as a friend. I am serious. Like, first you didn't know freaking Monty Python. I know. And now. That is actually, like, I list that as my favorite movie when asked. I've seen a little bit of it, just haven't finished so it. So fucking good. I know. It's like, damn your eyes. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my fucking favorite thing, and they make... And what's his name is my boy? Uh, Gene Wilder? Yes. Yes, he's Love the, him. Fucking, the fucking man. Uh, he's great in that movie. Frankenstein. <laughs> it's not Frankenstein, it's Frankenstein. <laughs> well, I'm not Igor, I'm Igor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... It's like, what? <laughs> Anyways, all right, I'll have to see it. Um, then there's the Rocky Horror Picture Show from 1975. Oh yeah. Um, even like Tim Curry's character, his what is it like Franken something? Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter was was a play oh, on yeah. Frankenstein. So yeah. Uh, there's Ed- Edward Scissorhands from 1990. He was created. Yes. Yeah, and, and tried and wanted to feel. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, oh. 19, from 2014. Yes. That was strongly based on uh, on, yeah. on Frankenstein, apparently. Created inspired. Android. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen it. It's it's actually... And this is, see, they see a new listing. The, the uh, movies would be a better idea, because if I listed the books, you'd be like, okay. <laughs> um, I, did, you've seen literally every movie. I have not. I think you have. <laughs> um, then there's Dark Universe from 2017. I've, okay. never, it, I've never seen that. Sounds familiar, but I don't think. Yeah, I'm they didn't really describe it in the article, and I didn't really look it up more. Yeah, it's my bad. So, and I'm sure there's countless other other um, works inspired by her writing as a whole. Like I just I didn't want to look. Uh, I would probably be there forever if I had actually like looked into it. Yeah. More. So just to recap, Mary Shelley's mom is a badass by herself, and even though she died shortly after Mary's birth, her badassery continued. Yep. Like, it definitely filtered into her. Yeah. Either she biologically le- or because... legacy of badassery. Yeah, just... N- she, yeah. No boat, just floating along. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, floating, right, really, right now? We've had, like, two people die of drowning. 
Oh, true, true. <laughs> Stay out of the water, <laughs> Shelleys. It's a bad choice. Yes, it's a bad choice. They're all Shelleys, too. Uh, yeah, I know. Let's not. Uh, anyways, despite not being formally educated, Mary was a fucking intellectual powerhouse. Um, just like just like Marie Curie, up until she got to the Sorbonne, not not pro- not professionally educated to yeah. the point that she actually was. Um, Percy, I guess, is dreamy, or <laughs> had the Chun Yao dick of God, <laughs> or something. The godly cock. The godly cock. I'm still gonna call it the dick of God. <laughs> you gotta say it with that cadence too. Like, there's no breathing in between the words. Dick of God. <laughs> No breathing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no breathing with the dick of God. Spike in the sound right there. <laughs> I apologize for that loud laugh, everybody. Please don't jump too high. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about time the sexual innuendo jokes. Hey, in here. I mean, you were on best behavior for I some was, reason. Yeah, I was trying to be good about the whole necrophilia, sex in the cemetery going on. Uh, yes, do you want to discuss that a little no. bit? <laughs> Because, like, the last episode was two hours long, and we're just a little over an hour. What's that poking in my back? Oh, <laughs> it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on a grave, and you're like, oh, that's cold. <laughs> how did this... How, how this does that g- finger get there? <laughs> how is this grave handsy? <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Now you don't even know what I wanna th- I'm want i thinking right now. Do I want you to record it into I, the I don't know. I don't Do you want to throw it in the ether sure, and hope I don't it flies know away? I'm, this is how my mind works, apparently. I just had a mental image of, like, Mary using, like, a skeletal hand to poke, <laughs> to poke Percy and, you know, uh, a, a slip a finger in there. Uh, <laughs> skeletal hand. Uh, <laughs> that's actually really gross. I know! Um, I can't help it. Um, yeah, her face right now is like, why? Why, why am I friends why, with you? <laughs> it's why did you get put that image in I, my head? I'm sorry. This is rude. Uh, <laughs> all right, back to the <laughs> recapping here. The literary critics had no idea the longevity of Mary's work, which is still well known today. Even if you don't remember her name, you know about Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, you know. I like how I put the Frankenstein. I know, I know, Frankenstein. Uh, because we were talking about fr- young Frankenstein, yeah. and I just like, I just it's like Frankenstein, not Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, and finally, Mary, Mary is the patron saint of goths, yes. and I will not be told otherwise. Yep. Uh, she shall join the ranks of Vincent Price. Ooh, yeah. He is also a patron saint. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's Vincent Price, Mary Shelley. They are the they are they are some of the earliest goths. Yes, I think like. Like they didn't live the, like the metal lifestyle, but they definitely did the cemetery dark mind sort of yes. lifestyle. I love his voice. Oh, oh. Vincent Price's voice. Oh. He could like I feel like this is gonna make me sound real fucked up, guys. <laughs> but like I feel like if I was listening to him reading a book, I would fall asleep. He's yeah, so it's soothing. He's soothing. But he but he actually gives people goosebumps with his voice. I know. Also, Vincent Price, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. I feel like it was um like red-handed crime or something like that. No, uh-huh. it wasn't them. It was like some Hollywood thing. It's a true crime thing. It's okay, they're very they're very popular. I can't remember what they're called. Gotcha. But they were talking about um a, a, this one guy, and apparently he he was like a gay icon in Los Angeles. Okay. And he wrote in his journals about Vincent Price, and Vincent Price apparently was just a sweetheart. Really? Which which tickles me. Aww. <laughs> Apparently, he was just a sweetheart. Apparently, he was the nicest guy. Apparently, to men, because like 
Vincent Price was bisexual. Okay. So, like, to men and women, he was just Just keeps getting better. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> um, anywho. Moving the fuck along. So, what do you think about Mary Shelley? Because that's all I got for you. Ah, uh, she's fucking badass. Right? I I think I think more people need to know about Mary Shelley. Oh yeah, because everybody like they they like I mean they know they're like you know they but they know about Frankenstein yeah which essentially is perpetuating her but yeah. I mean they know it was written by a woman yeah well some do well mm-hmm. yeah. there's no accounting for <laughs> stupid everyone but um I love how I continue why do I continuously do that singing thing I don't know I think I do I do that in real life too don't I like not just on real life yeah as if this isn't real <laughs> as if it's thi- not it's just it's not. We're I'm just not ready for this level of existential dread today. We're actually robots being controlled. I had a bad morning, and you're going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad, a-, a bad fucking morning, and you're going to make me have some se- existential dread here. <laughs> se- existential. <laughs> oh hell yes, let's go. Control on delete. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just making sure he's listening. Right. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> we need some more Chinese written on little cards. <laughs> Smuggled over to us. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. Like when I picked her out for you, because like Danielle is really essentially the only one who picked a topic. Everybody else is like, oh, well, no, our our newest ca- uh, captive audience member that will be premiering soon, um, picked his picked the topic. That yeah, we're talk about. Yeah, um, but that was like yeah. Originally, was like, like I was thinking Mary. Uh, I I asked Mary I asked this new con- captive audience member do you want this one or this one yeah. and picked um but yeah so danielle was really the only one who picked somebody who that they had personally known about like i said that doctor who episode oh yeah how accurate. i'm excited i'm excited uh i mean well if you think that the book was inspired by a uh not fully incorporated cyberman who ended up being the last of his race he was he, he like didn't have all the metals you know cyberman yeah You've i remember cyberman so i have he a, had a lot of his human qualities like his face was like you could see half his face and he was all like fucked up and burned and shit so it was the idea that she saw him and he was like the bad guy but he was trying to revive his race and she felt pity for him and called him you know prometheus and that was like the inspiration Um, but like based off of what (coughs) i've told you how accurate was mary shelley i mean she was pretty cool uh they had her kind of like she was uh they portrayed her in in the story as someone who really um, was looking for adventure and right. yeah like they were all kind of really loose kind of silly they're all drinking and partying was percy and in it too percy was in it um he was in it yes did they get percy right was he like percy well like super, uh, spoilers super. spoilers 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 if you haven't seen it oh um, uh, yeah just skip like 30 or so some he seconds. was missing they were trying to find him and uh. he held the key of what this bad Cyberman was looking for. So again, we're making we're making the man important here. Well, I mean, <laughs> they were just trying to find him. I mean, he he had something that they were looking for. Yeah. But um, basically, he was kind of huddled in a corner, and Mary had to come and basically save his mind. Um, That's but, cute, I guess. But he was told his death. Like he saw his death. That was the thing that uh, he had to go through. He had to suffer dude, and see. Dude, Doctor Who just like wrecks people. I remember watching the van go one and like bawling my eyes out. oh yeah doctor who can wreck people it was good <laughs> it was good um you had a uh, you know lord byron was flirting with the doctor i mean that's what lord byron does <laughs> she's like no not having it even yeah but even if it was a he lord byron would have flirted oh yeah 
Lord Byron um, like would fuck anything that yeah. moved, according to what I read. It was very It was creative. It was I like how they tied that in. Hmm. They were all you know had the whole story of them trying to do the contrast of uh, the horror story. Who can make a, a better? Oh yeah, the contest. Yeah, yeah. Who can make a better? It wasn't a horror story. It was a ghost story, but. Like it, it get, yeah, but it gets translated to like like a lot of people say they come up with the best horror story. Like no, specifically it was supposed to be a ghost yeah. story, and she kind of fucking failed. Well, it was like the house was haunted, and they were seeing ghosts, and they were like, "Ooh, let's write a ghost story." I don't remember. I don't recall reading anything about that, but that's not true. That's not doesn't mean it's yeah, not true. It's the doctor. It's the doctor. Who ah, did it. Oh, it, yeah. Heather. Yeah, Doctor Who's it's really cool though. It's not real, or is it? I mean, I don't know. You're friends with David He's Tennant. He's out there. The truth is out there. You're the one who's friends with David Tennant. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hi again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for Passionately Ugly History. Um, thank you, Alana, for letting me pick this topic and dealing with my justifiable rage about some bullshit. Oh, yeah. No problem. Sorry there weren't as many sex jokes. I'm sure. Well, I've got to schedule another recording <laughs> with you again later. So I'm sure we'll get those in the next one. Um, unlike Danielle's episode, she wasn't a personal hero of yours, but I think I think um, she helped contribute to many of the minds that helped create D and D. So, uh, yeah. so I figured this would be right up your alley. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but like even with the do- out the do- even before the Doctor Who episode, like I was like, I think Mary Shelley would be perfect because like she she may not have been involved with like fantasy like Tolkien or anything like yeah. that, but she definitely like you guys are doing like. You're doing. You told me about your new game, which is like post-apocalyptic. So there you go. Yeah. Like she, she kind of helped define that genre too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. And I like I read an abridged version when I was a child, and it definitely affected me. Yeah. Thought it was a great story, and um, uh, they're so yeah, the genre in general. I mean, Frankenstein is a mm. huge. Yes, I mean, there's uh, nobody has not heard of Frankenstein. Yeah. You have to be like living under a rock to not know what Frankenstein is. It's referenced constantly. Mm-hmm. Um. Any uh, moving the fuck along, um, you can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Just that was a great transition. <laughs> yeah, great feel. segue there. That was a great uh, transition, Heather. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> uh, at uh, pu underscore history podcast. I usually post memes and political cartoons related to the episode. I uh, I wish I could figure out a way. To like make an image of Marie Curie in the sunglasses would just like the deal with it sunglasses. Oh come down. yeah, but yeah, I can't yeah. figure it out. Uh, anybody who listens to this and wants to do that, I'll love you for at least five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. You're gonna have to do a little bit more for more than you that. know. <laughs> <laughs> love me a long time. <laughs> no long time. <laughs> I got things to do. <laughs> I love you for five minutes. I'm time efficient. Um. <laughs> Don't say anything. Godly cock is all I gotta say. <laughs> You've got Shandiao. Uh, I mean, you don't know what's in these pants. You're right, I don't. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. I want to be friends. Um, um, It'll be like in Pulp Fiction when they open the trunk and the light just shines. You just open the pants and the light just... <laughs> is that how you imagine a yes. gender reveal goes? Yes. Godly cock, it just the light. You just you don't even see it. It's off camera. Oh. You just, and you just and see the light. A heavenly chorus. Yep. yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the fuck along. We also have a Facebook. Sorry. Follow us there at Passionately Ugly History Podcast. Uh, help us be a little bit more active because at this point it's just me posting the episodes. Uh, I know. I have to get back to yeah, putting gotta, some memes. Yeah, you gotta gotta make that thing live. King Tut memes. Oh, King Tut memes. Yeah, dude. Uh, one of the one of the listeners uh, 
posted a gif of uh or G- or gif or what it's a gif fuck it's, you, it's called gif it, the gif of uh the return of the slab dude from courage the cowardly dog literally got full body chills when i saw it oh that i'm gonna have to look at me that the fuck. did you ever watch that episode uh i believe so the so, mu- the mummy yeah the yeah return the slab still fucking scares me <laughs> The yeah, first that show I ever saw still scares me. That show was um, uh, this is a children's show. I know. So ma- I was watching. I rewatched it like a couple months ago just for the hell of it. Yeah, and it was the one where he was at the hotel and there were spiders in the wall and the cat was just like feeding the spiders. Um, and of course, obviously going to eat Miriam because <laughs> uh, everybody just wants <laughs> to kill humans, Miriam. Those humans, man. Those humans. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anywho, but I, I was watching. I'm like, they, I watched this as a like I wasn't a child, child. I was like in my teens, but I watched this. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Um, it explains a lot. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm a little. I, I am exactly what one would expect when I say, as a child, I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog. Exactly. I'm exactly what one would expect. That yeah, it's true. We don't have a Twitter, guys, because I don't wanna. See how, how I looped back in? Yep. Yep. <laughs> This is a segue. <laughs> this is a segue. <laughs> um, so we don't have Twitter because I don't want to. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, screams of anguish, please email us at pu.historypodcast at gmail.com. Um, we actually did get a critique from one of your friends. Um, we are going to be doing some upgrades on recording materials over the next couple months so upgrades will be coming uh i'll probably have like an announcement at the beginning of episodes uh, well control alt delete because he's our it department will be basically letting you know what updates are happening and let us and oh if you ever have like if you have a any sort of suggestion on content i may or may not listen to you but if you have suggestions on um on like improving the sound quality or like the actual physical structure of the podcast just let me know find a way to get the information to me because i don't want like if you like the content you you want to and but the but the vessel isn't very good i want to fix it so yeah so i appreciate that and if you don't like the content you can always turn it off yeah why are you listening fuck off kindly (laughs) kindly fuck off as our warning says kindly Kindly and gently fuck off or you or rough you know, I mean, whatever gets who you am there. I, I was gonna say, who am I to judge? <laughs> like, come on now, Courage the Cowardly not Dog. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> that was not mine. Wait, what is? What was that? Kink same, not kink shame. I don't not. I don't believe I have the same <laughs> kink as you. <laughs> oh, you don't know. You're right. I don't. <laughs> I'd like to keep that a mystery as our friendship needs to continue. Um, <laughs> The naming conventions for the email still apply, though. If um, if it is a critique, you can write critique in there or just like, hey, I just want to let you know and stuff. Um, I don't mind critiques. I'm not some delicate flower who can't handle criticism. Just don't attack me personally. If you don't like me, I'm not forcing you to watch my show. To l- watch my show. <laughs> Listen to my show. Like I said in the last episode, I just kind of toss this out in the ether and hope it floats away. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, it fucking sucks for you. Um. If you like us, like I said, you like it. Tell your friends to help have them catch the floating away thing in the ether um, so they can be our friends. Inhale it. Inhale it, yes. Be careful, though. Don't be working when you're inhaling. <laughs> this content specifically. Um, but, like, they, have your friends be our friends. We're, I mean, we're all right. 
Oh, we've had this discussion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have fooled several people to be. Oh yeah, be, like I alone, at least according to this podcast, have at least four friends. <laughs> One of them is my sister. It's amazing. One of them is my sister. <laughs> Does but she count? I mean, I mean, she lives in a she lives in a house like at least forty minutes away from me. That's she true. does not have to interact with me, but she does. That is true. Mostly because I understand a lot of things that other people are like the fuck. Because <laughs> I've been around her for our entire lives. Yeah. We're twins, if you guys haven't figured that out. We sound exactly the same in the recordings. I apologize. <laughs> we can't do anything about that. Apparently, our voices record exactly the same. Even I'm like, did I say that or did Danielle say that? It's fun. Uh, rate and subscribe if you want. I mean, ratings are how people see me on iTunes and stuff. But I don't. Rate, 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 rate. I mean, I don't use iTunes. A lot of our, barely any of our listens come from iTunes. With a T. Rate. Rate. Sorry, did I sound some? Did no. I sound like something else? No. I definitely didn't mean that other <laughs> else. But, um, so, one last question. Yes. Are you mad you didn't know all of this? I'm always mad. The Hulk is here again, everybody. Um, you probably should be mad. Not yeah. all, all, not always mad. That's not good for your blood pressure. I'm always mad. I'm at death's door right now. <laughs> Tell Mustard <us> hey. <laughs> hey, 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 bitch, hey. All right, hey, bish. <laughs> <coughs> Anywho, bye, everybody. Bye. bye.